y'all welcome back to another podcast episode and okay so i wanted to talk a little bit about games that i've been playing the last two ish years um all these games are games that i recommend playing um based off of just i don't know you know covid obviously hit when some of these games were out just these are games that really helped me through covid through the pandemic um obviously you know there's still covid covid is not gone completely um but these are things i really just found fun to play uh during uh covid and i really want to say a big thank you to all the creators who made these games uh possible because honestly they were all such a great escape mentally for me i was like i mean i still am very like cautious with covid i still wear my masks everywhere that i go because i don't want to get sick and people around me still get sick um to this day so it's not like covid is done i know like three people with covid right now um, which is a lot better than knowing like 17 at one time, uh, co- people with COVID, uh, at least, you know, confirmed, uh, positive that they told people. But right now I know about three people, um, personally with it. So I just want to say like to the developers of these games, it was a rough time, obviously for everyone. It's still a rough time. It's not like it's, it's while it's gotten somewhat easier, you know, and so I hate saying that cause I'm, I'm very like, you know, um, but while it's gotten somewhat easier uh, than what it was, it's still something that is happening and people again are still getting sick. Um, but I just wanted to talk about some of the games that I played that might help you guys, even if, you know, non-pandemic related stress reliever things that you just want to play games for. These are some really good games that I have to say I really do recommend to some of you. Um, I'm a huge, huge Square Enix fan, so you're probably going to hear a lot of Square Enix games in this particular conversation. Um, I'm also only going to talk about games that came out in the last couple of years. I'm not going to talk about games that I was playing when I was a teenager. I'm only going to talk about games that I played personally in the last couple of years. And those are going to be games off of possibly Xbox, um, PlayStation 4 and 5, and the Nintendo Switch. Um, So that's really where I'm going to stick in the realm of I'm not going to talk about other games because that's mainly what I've been playing on uh, recently are are those systems. Um, I want to start with probably the eldest game and that would be kingdom hearts 3 so kingdom hearts 3 to me was such a great game great stress reliever um i started playing it when it first came out in 2019 but in 2020 there was a patch i believe like they or they brought in um uh kingdom hearts 3 like uh, i forgot what i forgot what it was called um but it was like the uh second edition of the game uh basically uh with new content in it and that was a remind remind I think that's what it was. Remind. So much fun. Such a great little segment of the game. It starts at close to the end of the game. So it's not like, it's not like a whole revamping of the game. It's just a bonus content, more additional content to the ending. Really, really fun game. Uh, again, helped me really get my mind off of crap that was going on because I believe Remind came out in January or February of 2020. So it was like right before COVID hit. Um, so I did go back and play remind a few times just to kind of like get back into that mode when i bought kingdom hearts 3 um in 2019 originally i bought it for my xbox and for my playstation 4 so i had like i had it on both systems so when i was done with the other i could just jump on the other and play and see how it played differently i was like fully engulfed in kingdom hearts and also i believe in 2020 late 2020 was kingdom hearts um melody of memory which was another fun kind of game it was kind of i played it for like i think two months maybe um and that was fun it's not something i reckon well i do recommend it i do recommend it if you're a kingdom hearts fan it is fun to play i'm not gonna say it's not fun to play um it just wasn't i don't know it it really wasn't 
my cup of tea compared to other Kingdom Hearts games that I've really been able to sink my teeth into and really enjoy. This was not that for me, but I did like it. Um, it was it was a fairly good game as well. So it's not on my list of games that I am like completely recommending to you. Where I'm like, it was top tier, so good. It's just it was it was an interesting game to play. I'll, I'll say that. I actually didn't even buy a physical copy. Normally I buy physical copies of the games, and I think I always meant to buy a physical copy of Remind, but I just didn't. I ended up buying it on the Switch Store, which I kind of like and don't like. I'm such a I'm such a thing for physical copies. I love physical things. I don't like things that are just a purchase online. Um, so it just kind of bothered me that I don't have Remind like a physical copy, but I can kind of see why I didn't. It's one of my least favorite of Kingdom Hearts games, but still, it's something that I did want a physical copy of that I just don't have. Um, next up, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 and Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. If you have not played those games and you like Kingdom Hearts, I would absolutely recommend you playing it. Absolutely, it was so good. I was surprised at how good it was and I really did like it. Great, great game, so fun. Um, another one that was really cool um, for me to play was Mortal Kombat 11. That was another one that was really fun. I got that for the PS4. Um, just like with Kingdom Hearts, I was ready for it, pre-ordered it, got like the um, like deluxe edition of the game. And yeah, it was a really exciting, really fun game to play. Um, I loved it. I, lo I loved playing that game. It was really fun. Um, the fighting style is very different from like Mortal Kombat 10 and Mortal Kombat 9. Um, I'm not sure if I liked it as well as those when it came to gameplay, but I, I did like the story of Mortal Kombat 11. I really did appreciate the story of it. I think the only thing I didn't care for was like Shao Kahn. I feel like they did Shao Kahn a little dirty in this movie, or in this movie, it felt like a movie, in this game. And I get it, like he's, in this game, he's not the big bad. Like he is a problem, but he's not the big bad. Kronika is the big bad in that game. But Kronika to me, like she's, and a lot of people have said this, and so I'm kind of reiterating, because it's true. She's kind of dumb. Like, in order to have this big bad, you kind of want your big bad to just be a big bad. You want your big bad to be someone that you fear, someone that is just, you like, like, like Shao Kahn, who has a, rep a reputation of being, like, the big bad guy that's going to mess everybody up. Kronika, this is her first game, and she just doesn't, like... I'm not even sure what her plan really was. She just seemed kind of stupid. Like, I was like, if Raiden and Liu Kang are a huge, like, hiccup in your plans, then maybe don't give them, like, a chance to go back and save themselves or to go back in time and, you know what I mean? Like, don't, basically, don't give them a chance to foil your plans. And that's exactly what she did. I feel like she left a lot open for them to just kind of, like, take her down and I'm like I, I really can't sympathize with you like this is just this is stupid um there were all there were also some other like some other sorry uh some other decisions I'll say that I didn't think were good decisions like I felt like they killed off some legacy characters um just to kill them off it was like what like what is the point of this especially if, if number 12 is basically just going to rewrite everything that happened then what was the point of doing this in the first place like what was like if you knew the next outing because i mean that's the, the story they, they knew this was going to be the final chapter of whatever story this was going to be why did you decide in the very last game that you're going to just basically kill some people off it doesn't have any real factor on what happens in the future, which I don't think it does, uh, anywhere fa factory on what happens in the future, what was the point of killing off certain characters that just didn't need to be killed off? Like, I just didn't understand that. Um, and also, I felt like with certain characters' deaths, I felt like they should have been more, 
like more meaningful, more impactful, and more like, oh, is this really, dude, this sucks. Is this really happening? Like, that's how I, like, I, watching some of them die, I was really upset. I was like, this, this is stupid. But I wasn't like sad. And I wanted to be sad. I was like, if you're going to kill all certain characters that I absolutely love in the, in the franchise, make me feel really sad about it. Make me feel really upset. But you didn't do that. You just made me feel like, okay, this is pointless. Like, the, you're just trying to be an edgelord, and I'm not, I'm not here for this. This is kind of stupid. So that's just how I felt. Mortal Kombat 11, though, overall was pretty good. Mortal Kombat Aftermath, good as well. Um, I wish that more of the characters I liked had bigger parts in the story, aka, like, Melina. Well, not aka, but, like, Melina um rain which i'm glad were bonus content i'm glad they were like additional characters but i wanted them more into the story of it i really felt i really felt the lack of melina in this game that like she's one of my go-tos she sonia jade um i do like a lot of the female characters but i also like some of the males i love sub-zero i'm um, liang i love him i mean i do like hanzo a little bit but i like Liang more i love smoke who's not in this game um johnny cage this this game really felt Johnny Cage heavy, and I didn't like that either. But again, you killed off Liu Kang, um, you know, a couple games ago. So he kind of has, or in, yeah, in, in 9, I, I think, 9 or 10. So you did kill him off. So it, it really was left to Johnny Cage to basically carry this because, you know, the female characters are obviously just side female characters. Like, even if they're, like, a main, like Sonya and Katana... They more are they more come off as side characters. They're not given any like major you're going to carry this game kind of story. Which is interesting about Cassie Cage, because Cassie Cage Cassie Cassie Cage um is written like her dad and like her mom. So she really could carry a game essentially because she does she's the first female character that has a good mix of both. So she I mean she and Jackie really could have their own like Shaolin monks kind of game because both girls can carry a game however obviously it's more centered on Cassie Cassie really would be out of the, the new kids on the block Cassie would be the one to carry a game for sure if not her then uh uh Takeda but Takeda wasn't even in this like I don't even know why like I'm glad that him and Jackie got to be in a relationship but Takeda's not in it he's barely he's a he's not in this game He's mentioned as her fiance or they're getting engaged or whatever the fuck, but he's not in this game. So I really I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But Mortal Kombat 11 overall was really fun to play. I liked the, the graphics, all that stuff. And it was, it was, it was cool. It was a cool game. And it's a game that really helped me again through, get through COVID. Um, you know, I like, I don't, I'm not like the biggest fan of fighting games, but I love me some Tekken, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Those are my games. And this was a good game. For sure. Um, the next one I really want to get into talking about that I was really, I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Gotta say, Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry 5 is a great game. So I, like, I think I was fresh off playing Kingdom Hearts. I'm not even sure what happened. But I think I was, like, fresh off playing Kingdom Hearts 3. And for whatever reason, I was like, I'm gonna get Devil May Cry 5. I haven't played, like, all through Devil May Cry before. I've played some Devil May Cry for sure in the past. But I've never actually purchased one of the games myself. One of my best friends, shout out to you, Jessica, is a huge Devil May Cry fan. She's talked about Devil May Cry for years. She loves Devil May Cry. And I was always like, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's fine. I, I play a little bit of it. It seems solid. But Devil May Cry 5 was the first time that I really just like was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go buy a Devil May Cry, you know, Devil May Cry game. I'm going to play it. I'm going to see how I feel about it. And man, this was the right choice because it was so surprisingly good i was like dude and i know that like i've seen 
people talk about Devil May Cry 5 and say that it's very different from a lot of its predecessors. So, it, it, like, uh, essentially, I did want to go out and buy all the other games. Like, if, this, if they all play like this, they're going to be dope. But I was told that they don't all play like that, which is fine. That's absolutely fine. But I was really glad about how this game in particular played. It was a, excuse me, I just ate lunch. It was a really great, fun-to-play game. Um, and I recommend it. If you like Kingdom Hearts, like, I'm not saying it's a Kingdom Hearts game, but it, the, the, like, I don't know. The fighting in this game felt very Kingdom Hearts. Like, I could just do what I wanted. It's not turn-based, which I love. I hate turn-based fights. Um, I like to be able to just swing my weapon and just hit things and not have to worry about, like, okay, they're going to hit. Now I have to counteract this. I don't like that. So I really like, and I'm not saying that Devil May Cry has been like that in the past because what I played in the past didn't feel like that. Um, but it was just, it was a great game. The graphics are amazing. The characters, I love all the characters in that game. All of them. I don't think there was a single character that I'm like, I don't like you. I, I just, it was, it was fun. It was a really fun game. Um, it was good to see Dante. Even like I said, I'm not, um, I'm not the biggest um, Devil May Cry fanatic. So to others, it was probably like much more rewarding to play in that sense of following the series. But for someone who just kind of jumped in and, and played five, I enjoyed the heck out of that game that I played it more than once. And normally I don't play most games more than once. It has to be a really great game for me to play it more than one time. Um, I'll, I'll attempt to play it more than once, but normally I don't. I played this game more than once. That's how good it was. So yeah, if you haven't played Devil May Cry 5 yet, but you're thinking about it, do it. It's a great game. Um, let's see. What's next? Some other really good ones. Uh, I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, that was another really great game. Just, and I mean, I knew, so going with that, I had played Final Fantasy games in the past. I started with, I think, number six. Dabbled in six. Dabbled in seven. Dabbled in eight. I played a lot of eight, actually. Seven and eight, I played a lot of, but eight, I like actually like almost finished. Um, I always played them at my cousin's house or like my, like my adopted cousin's house. So I had, there was a, a, a friend of the family who is like, they're, they're family. They were a friend of family, but I always considered this person family. Like you couldn't tell me that we're not related. I don't give a fuck. We're related. Um, and so I would always go to his house and play a lot of games. And I remember I was staying with him for like almost a week and we played Final Fantasy seven and, um, no, I'm sorry. Final Fantasy eight we played that for like almost a week straight and we were just playing it together and so that was the first i even had final fantasy 8 on like uh compu- on the computer i had that one on the computer um even though i didn't have a computer so it was given to me i didn't have a computer but for whatever reason i had that game and i remember final fantasy 8 was the first one where i like i we bought pizza hut one night and that was back when playstation 2 had like those little pizza hut games one playstation one or playstation two i don't remember which one it was but um they had, like, if you bought a pizza, you got, like, a little disc, and you could, like, sample the new games that were coming out, and I had that, I had two of them, and on both, I think, was Final Fantasy VIII, like, a little piece of both, um, of, of that game for both discs, and it was fun, it was a really fun game, and it made me really like it, and so I eventually played over my cousin's house, and we played for, like, a week, it was pretty cool, um, and I was a fan, and so since then, I really was a fan of, of Final Fantasy, and I would, like, think about buying the games and then Kingdom Hearts came out and made, really made me love Cloud and Leon and Kingdom Hearts 
Kingdom Hearts 1 really made me love Cloud. And so I wanted to know more about Cloud. And so I tried to find anything I could outside of Final Fantasy 7 about Cloud. And um, I somehow stumbled on Advent Children. Loved that movie. Bought it. I bought like a special edition of that. And I just kind of became like a Cloud fanboy a little bit. Just a little bit. Went back and played some of Final Fantasy 7, like the original game. Didn't like it. Felt like it was really clunky and stuff. And so... Um, I played, like, Dissidia, I played, um, uh, what was it, Crisis Core, I played, oh, so I'm gonna get into that too, in a minute, too, but played that, loved it, finally, Final Fantasy, sin, Final Fantasy 7 was being revamped for the PS4, and I, I snatched this thing up, I went and bought, like, the special edition case for it, all of that stuff, I have it in my hand right now, such a great game, so much fun, I, it was it was the first time I really got to play as Cloud and kind of understand who Cloud was or is, and it's such a great game. That game, dude, the graphics, the music, the soundtrack, the characters. Like, yes, I have some issues with one of the characters because I hate how they like, put, you know, portray black characters in games. They have to be like brooding and just just like ornery and stuff. I hate that 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 stupid cliche of how like black people are seen. I hate it. But at the same time, I do love that character as well. I love that he's strong. I love that he's like, you know, assertive. I just don't like that he always has to be the one with a problem. I really hate that because sometimes I feel like that's how people see black people. And that's not how we are. That's not even how most of us are. And I, yeah, it just, it has those negative stereotypes that I'm not a fan of at all. However, I do like the character and he does give me daddy vibes. It's just what I said. But I do like Cloud too. Cloud gives me like twink energy. Like... He does. He, which I was not expecting at all. Like, I, my idea of Cloud is not how he is in this game, but it's also kind of refreshing how he is in this game. He's an emo twink, and I said what I said. But I really do love this game. It was really fun to play. It was so cool. Um, I can't stop raving about this game. Like, this game in Devil May Cry 5, surprisingly, surprised the shit out of me. From from two games that, like like I said, I've played a little bit of Devil May, Devil May Cry in the past. Wasn't it the biggest fan, but I liked it. I've played Final Fantasy 7 in the past. Wasn't the biggest fan, but I liked it. And I love these. I was not expecting to love these. I can't wait for the next part of this game. Um, and then I guess I'm going to get into Crisis Core now. So I have played a little bit of Crisis Core in the past. I'm currently playing it on the Switch uh, for the revamp that came out earlier this year. Gotta say, I love it. Um, it's so much fun to play. I'm in the middle of different games right now because I like to dabble in different things when I have time. Like the Switch is my on-the-go thing. I don't really play my Switch at home anymore. I kind of play it when I'm going somewhere. Um, but it's really fun. I'm playing. Um, I'm playing Crisis Core. And I really enjoy it. Uh, very cool. It does give me the same Final Fantasy VII vibe. So very happy. And yeah, I really do like this this new Final Fantasy. Um, this new age of Final Fantasy. I think the newer games are fun. I even like Final Fantasy 15 is not even a bad game. Like it, it's interesting. It's not one of my favorites, but I do like these characters. Actually, it is one of my favorites. It's just not my favorite. It's a, it's a good game. I'm not going to mention it on here as one of the games I recommend you getting because I, I'm on the fence about it. Like I'm somewhere in the middle of the game and I just kind of lost interest at some point because I don't know. Like I just, there were other games I was playing at the time that I bought this game that I just kind of it kind of got lost, which does happen. I was playing a lot on my Switch and I was preferring other games on that versus what I had 
here um on the, the playstation 4 so yeah but yeah final fantasy 7 is a really great game another one that i completely recommend i want to take a break from playstation for a minute and talk about some of the games on the switch that i enjoyed over the pandemic the panini um i played and again these ones the last couple of years i'm not you know the games that i played in the last couple of years uh smash brothers super smash brothers ultimate was really fun um i really like that mario party super, super mario party was really fun mario kart fun all these are games I played with friends. I really enjoyed them. Um, I played a little bit of them over the pandemic. I, I think, like, the pandemic was already, like... It, like, I was finished with most of these things before the pandemic. But getting to play online with my friends made me go back to them. And that, they were really fun. So if you want to play, like, a really fun, fun game night with your friends, play these games. Uh, Mario Odyssey, so much fun. I had so much fun playing that game. I'm not even a huge Mario person. Like, growing up, I played Mario games. Obviously, every kid did. Um, if you, if you played video games, you most likely played Mario, um, played it, but was never like the biggest fan, but I have to say it was really fun. Like as an adult, it was really fun. Um, some other honorable mentions of games I liked during the pan, uh, the pandemic, um, Hades was kind of cool. It was all right. It wasn't the greatest game, but it was okay. My friends love it. Um, and then Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild was really fun. Another one I didn't play much of. I played it for a little bit, loved the graphics found other things to play it, I, I don't know why but it just didn't Zelda games always grab me visually and like I love the music in them and I love Link and I love Zelda they always grab me in that way they don't keep me Ocarina of Time was the only one that kept me because when I was a kid there was nothing like that game when I was a kid and so when I was a kid I was like dude I love this game so did I finish it no but I loved that game I loved it so freaking much it was just challenging as shit and made me hate it but I loved that game and so Ocarina of Time is definitely one of those ones that I'm like wow like visually it's, it's such a beautiful game um I'm gonna look through my switch real quick and see if there's other games um, I'm not going to talk about World Ends With You, at least not the, the first one that I bought for the Switch again, for the remaster. I'm not going to talk about that one because, like, I haven't finished that one, but it's still, it's decent. Um, let's see what other ones do I have in here that I could talk about, that I want to talk about. Uh, oh yeah, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing probably is one of the ones that takes the cake for the pandemic for me because I, there was just so much, I had so much fun playing it. Like, I didn't even play online majority of the time with my friends I played it mostly by myself I'm a very big when it comes to being a loner I'm a very big loner I just kind of do things on my own I did get one of my I convinced one of my friends to buy the game as many of my friends convinced me to buy it um and it was it was fun it was a fun game to play she got into it a little bit I loved building my own like little world little universe with my characters anytime one of them wanted to move away I would always debate letting them move like I ended up getting really emotionally invested in Animal Crossing it was very weird it was very weird um, but like a fun weird, it was, but it was weird. Uh, <laughs> but it was a good game. It was a really good game. Um, let me go through, make sure I talk about everything. I want everything talked about. Um, the yeah, Animal Crossing, definitely like, if you want to play something that like you would think, if you would think is mindless, but is really fun at the same time, Animal Crossing for sure. I, it, it really was very fun. I have to say like, I love that game. It's definitely in my top like five games that I played recently just because of how much it got me through the pandemic and I was still able to like, cause you know, I had my villagers, even though I couldn't see my friends all the time, I modeled a lot of my my villagers after my friends. Like a lot of them reminded me of my friends. It was almost like playing Sims, except less creepy. Um, shout out to you, Josie, who loves the Sims. Um, in her, in her Sims universe, I'm married. I have kids and I have this husband, his name is Kellen and I'm happy and that's that's not me in real life. That's very sad and very depressing. Anyway, so 
Animal Crossing, great game. So much fun. You get to see a lot of different animals. I love the museum. I have like a coffee shop now. It's really cool. It's And also seeing other people being creative with it. I hate you. I hate all you creative people who are able to just do things that are awesome and think outside the box. Screw you guys. I can't do that. I'm not that talented, but it's so cool. Um, other games I really loved um, that I have to mention. If I'm mentioning Animal Crossing, I'm going to have to mention Disney's Dreamlight Valley. Surprisingly, I'm very behind on that game. I'm very, I've opened it. I've played it a little bit, but I'm not like, I, I. it's weird, but I recommend it. Like, it's weird how much I haven't played is what I mean. It's weird how much I have not been playing of this because it's a Disney game. It should be right up my alley like Kingdom Hearts all that other stuff, but I just really have not been playing that game enough, and I want to get back into it. I just never seem to find the time to do it, because I'm always doing something else, but I love it. It's really fun. The characters I've already, you know, introduced into the game are really cool, so I'm, I'm having a good time with it. I'm, in a, I'm taking it slow. I take a lot of games slow, um, and this is just another one of them. I think eventually it'll pick up for me, and I, like, like that's how what, what happened with Animal Crossing. With Animal Crossing, I, I took it very slow at first, and then I would say, like, after a couple months, I really got into it to where I was spending quite a bit of time and quite a bit of my day playing Animal Crossing and customizing everything. It was really fun. Um, the next game I'm going to get into, again, another one I'm taking slow, but I really like, is called Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, you guys, that game is so much fun. It's so much fun. I love the music. I love the scenery. It's no, it's kind of like Breath of the Wild where you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want, kind of, but it's a really fun game. If you guys have not played this game, play this game. It's so fun. I promise you, You, I, I believe that you won't regret playing it. That's what I personally believe. It was so much fun for me to play. Um, I'm still playing it. I, again, I'm taking it slow, but it's, it's a really fun game as well. Um, I'm playing a Final Fantasy game too on my Switch, but I can't remember which one it was, and I kind of don't want to talk about it because it's not one of my favorite games that I was talking about. Um, so moving on, let's see what else I want to talk about before I end this. I am playing a few different games right now on my, um, on my on my PlayStation right now, like my PS4, PS5. Um, I am playing a few different games on those um, that I, I kind of want to get into, so I probably will. Um, I'm going to start uh, talking about the game Valkyrie. That is real. It's a, it's a game for PS4, but I can play it on PS5 as well. Another really great game I'm getting into right now. I have to say, I, I'm really impressed with it so far. Um, I played a lot of it this morning, actually, after my doctor's appointment, which went really well, actually. Um, love that game. Really, really fun game. I recommend it. So fun. Um, yeah, I, so far, I've, I've really liked it. Um, it's, it does give me like Final Fantasy vibes, Kingdom Hearts vibes a little bit. Fun 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 game if you um are interested in like your final fantasy kingdom hearts kind of games i think this might be a game for you to play for sure the next one um star ocean so i played star ocean 3 i think in the past and i loved that one soundtrack and i kind of liked the game it wasn't my favorite game but i liked it and it just stuck with me as a kid for whatever reason i think this is like two discs one of the one of the first games that i played that was a two disker um and i just i it was challenging it was stressful but i liked it to to some degree and i'm playing five right now it's very different i i'm not sure if i like it like it or if i just kind of like it right now but it's something i wanted to seek my teeth into i was looking for another i'm always looking for kingdom hearts final fantasy s games that just let me go on an adventure and just look at beautiful scenery here beautiful soundtrack and so i'm hoping that's what this game is i play a little bit of it so far it is somewhat interesting but i kind of switched to valkyrie and i'm glad that i did because this game is so much fun so far um so both those games i do recommend you giving a try i did see a review of, of 
of um, Star Ocean 5 and it wasn't the greatest review in the world, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, lastly, before I end this, oh, oh, I also want to bring up, of course, World Ends With You, uh, Neo, dude, fun game, super fun game, loved this game, I was surprised at how much I liked this one, because I'll, I'll be real with you, the first game with Neku and friends, uh, it wasn't my favorite game, it was a good game, it wasn't my favorite game, um, but this game, the sequel, some people might hate me. I like this so much better. First of all, I like the gameplay of this so much better. I find this so much easier than the first one. The first one I played, I think, the, for the first time on my my uh, DS or my, my DS or my 3DS. I'm not sure which one, but I didn't care for it. I only played it because of Kingdom Hearts. Like, well, no, no that's not true. I played World Ends With You even before it was attached to Kingdom Hearts, but like very briefly. My friend was like, check this game out. I think you might like it. I did. I spent a few days playing it, didn't like it, returned to the GameStop. Then um, Dream Drop Distance came out and I saw Neku was in Kingdom Hearts. And I was like, bro, I have to play this now. I have to play it again. I have to finish it. I bought it again from GameStop. Did not finish it again from GameStop. Because I was like, oh, that's right. I didn't actually like this game very much. That's right. Like, no. I, I For whatever reason, I could not finish it. Then I bought it again on the Switch and was like, uh, no. So, like, overall, I think the first World Ends With You is just not for me. However... World Ends With... Neo, The World Ends With You? Dude, this game is so dope. I love the characters in this game. I really do love the characters in this game. They're all so much fun. Um, I, I just... Like Rindu or Rindude. I love I love him. Um, there's just so many of the other characters in this game that I really appreciate. And they're just... They're fun. They're fun characters. Um, each and every one of them have their, their quirks that I like about them. And, I, like, I don't know. It's To me, it's such a vast improvement from the first one. Even though I like the first one. I like the characters in the first one, for sure. But I love the characters in this one, too. They're they're so cool. I really want to see them come up in a future Kingdom Hearts game. Um, very, very cool. Square Enix, you did it again. This is a great game. It was so much fun. Um, the next game, and probably the last game I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about both. But I'm going to talk about one in particular. These games, you guys. Oh my god, these games blew my mind. I did not know that there was... Okay, I look, I am not the biggest game player. I'm not the biggest gamer in the world. So there's probably many games I've never even heard of or tried that are amazing. And I just haven't given them a chance yet. But once upon a time, I played this game series called uh, Darkengard. Um, and it wasn't... Or Drakengard. Drakengard? Drakengard? Darkengard? Whatever. I wasn't the biggest fan of those games when I was younger. Um, I thought they were really eerie, and I didn't like that. They were, they had, and they were, they were very eerie games. Like I always got bad vibes from them, but I played them anyway. Except for number two. Number two did not give me bad vibes, but number one did, and number three kind of did. But number one mostly. Number one mostly gave me bad vibes. Um, anyway, played those games. Um, liked them well enough. Like the first one, I was like, what the fuck? I was really young when I played the first one, so I didn't know really what I was getting myself into, and it was just kind of like weird number two my cousin had it and i remember playing it with him and i was like oh, this is fun this is fine totally different from the first one he didn't know there was a first one and i was like yeah it's called jake and guard 2 there's got to be a, a, a first one dude so i showed it to him he didn't like it uh three came out and i was like oh cool this looks badass and it was pretty cool yeah so that was pretty much what i had with with that then this game comes called near and I didn't know about it, no idea. Um, I was in GameStop one day, 
and I was like, hey guys, I'm looking for a Kingdom Hearts style game to play, but I don't know what you have. And they were like, oh, well, we have this game called Near Automata. You might want to play this. It's kind of fun. I like it. Whatever. Give it a give it a shot and see if you like it. So I did. I took it home and I played it for my PS4. And motherfucker, I was and still am shook because this game was fucking incredible. And like nobody told me these dude. Okay, so between my friends and I, like there's two, there's there's one friend that I trust her judgment on shit so much. By the way, Nier at the time was like 15 bucks, so I was like, win, this is a win-win. It's probably gonna suck, it's $15, it can't be that great. Uh, played this, oh my god, I played this game and it was so fucking good. I could not believe how good this game was. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, when I first started playing it, I wasn't sure. I was like, eh, I don't think I'm gonna like this game. It, I think it's just gonna be okay at best. I, I've taken some chances on games before, and some of them look really great, but they're just okay at best. This fucking game. I've never, I, well, mm, for the most part, I don't tell my friends about some of the games that I play if they don't know about them already, or bring things up without, you know, a comfort. Like, unless it's Kingdom Hearts or Mortal Kombat, I don't normally, like, hey, you need to play this game. I don't normally do that. Um, my friends are the ones that normally suggest games to me. I don't normally suggest games to them. Um, I played this game, and I told everyone that I knew, I was like, you guys, have you played Nier Automata? And they were like, no, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh. Oh, child, you sweet, you sweet, sweet child. Let me show you. Let me show you what greatness looks like. The soundtrack for this thing is beautiful. The scenery for this thing is beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of like dystopian or whatever the fuck, but it's beautiful. Like the characters, to be an S9, oh my God, I love them so much. I love them. Oh my God, I love them. I love these games. I love these games. Now, Near um, Replica or Replicant is is okay. It's not the worst game in the world. Like, no, it's not even. It's not even bad. It's not even okay. It's a good game. It's a. It's a really good game actually. But Near Automata, I like. I don't know what this shit does. It's crap. You guys, this game is incredible. Like normally, I'm like. I mean, I just mentioned Kingdom Hearts three. I started with Kingdom Hearts three, saying how good it was. Right. Like you would think that would be the highlight of this whole COVID thing for me of games I've played. It's not. It's 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 great game. So much fun. Definitely in my top five. So fun. But. Near Automata out of all the games I've played recently, I am now going to GameStop and asking if there are more games like this versus Kingdom Hearts. And that's a problem, but hear me out. I already know that I'm not gonna find much like Kingdom Hearts because it, it, it the game itself is just so different. There's no way to find things that are just like Kingdom Hearts. But it's Near, there are definitely games that are closer to Near, I would say, than Kingdom Hearts, but Near's just written so so fucking well. I could not believe how good this game was. Like, I've actually checked in on friends and been like, hey, remember when I told you about Nier? Have you played that yet? And they're like, oh, I need to. Play. No, yeah, you do. So shut up and play. Or at least watch gameplay review or watch the movie of it, like the story or whatever the fuck. But you need to play this. Once you do, you'll be like, you'll be changed. You'll be, ch- you will be changed. I know that sounds dramatic. I don't give a fuck. You will be changed. I played this game. It's home. And unlocking all the different endings and what things mean, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why am I emotional? It's crazy. That game, Near Automata, is so good. I, again, I normally, when I play a game, I'm done. I'm like, okay, that's it. And then when they're like, oh, there's bonus content, there's bonus endings, you just gotta keep playing. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna do that. Near is so good that I did that. I was like, oh no, 
I have to keep playing? Okay, I'll do it. I don't care. And you play as 2D, you play as as uh, um, S9, all this kind of shit. It's really fucking cool. It is so, and it's so, like, dramatic and sad and all, like, they really pull out all the stops in this game. And, like, there was a, there was a YouTube review, I didn't watch it, but I remember it saying, like, Near Automata is, like, one of the greatest games you'll never play. And I, I watched that after playing the game. And I, well, I, not watched. It, I'm sorry. I came across it after playing the game. And that's actually factual. That's so true. There's like a, so many people I know have like they're like, what the fuck is near? I've never heard of that before. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you. And then I tell them the issue of, of Darkengard and or Dragon Dragonguard, whatever the fuck. I tell them that because I feel like I always have to lead with that because that bleeds into what this is. Um, but it's so good. It really strays away from all the things I didn't like about um, the, the Drakengard, Darkengard, or the fuck series. It really does, because I, again, I, I'm not a big fan of like evil or things that feel very like just evil. I don't like that. And I always got bad vibes playing those games. Like, because some of the characters are just fucking creepy. Like, they're just creeps. And so I didn't get the, a, the, a good vibe from those games. I like a, a clear hero. And I, I will give them credit for that, though, that series is that like, the heroes aren't really great heroes. Their their adversaries, people around them, are not really great, except for number two, aren't really great people. Like number two is just different. Number two was meant to be lighter because they they were number one was so dark and touched on so many dark subjects and kind of rubbed people the wrong way. And I think the developers were like, we need to make this nicer. And they did. And it it still felt like weird. I like number two. I don't think there's I don't really have any very many issues with it. But fans of number one don't really care for number two because number two really tries to kind of go like, oh, we're we're nicer now. They're there. And then number three is like, no, fuck it, we're going back to what we did in the first. Like, I feel like number three is a good cross between the two in a way, but definitely like goes into number one and kind of goes, you know, all those those taboo things that we had in number one. Yeah, we're gonna bring a lot of those taboo things back into this game. And it really definitely gave me the like, I don't know, like they give me bad vibes except for number two but number two kind of does too kind of does too number two i'm not gonna lie um but near is a whole different situation near is a whole different ball game it's it's so much fun to play and i, I just really liked this i was not expecting to go into near and enjoy the hell out of near but i actually do i enjoy this game so much near tomata is absolutely incredible if you guys haven't played it you really should. I'm I'm surprised not more people are talk or you know that more people aren't talking about this game just because of how good it was. Like I'm surprised that I I found this like so late. And even if you look at some of the reviews, I'm looking at the cover right now and the reviews of this thing are called masterpiece, 10 out of 10, um, exceptional, 9.5 out of 10, superb, 9 out of 10, dazzling, um, highly entertaining, 8.9 out of 10, IGN. You're stupid for that. That's that's a stupid fucking rating for this game. You don't deserve... No, shut up. Um, someone said riveting. 9 out of 10. Uh, that was for GameSpot. Um, yeah, and it, it really is. It's such a great game. I, I did not know that they were going to go this hard. And now I'm dying to know what the next game is going to be like. And if it's going to be anywhere near as good as this one. Because, oh my gosh, that game was good. It was very, very good. Um, one of the taglines for the first one is a tale of love and despair. And yeah, that's very accurate. Um, and that's kind of like, that's kind of what Drakengard is too. Another one that's like kind of a tale of love and despair. It's kind of like that too, in a sense. Um, because you kind of go into those things just knowing that there's not, like go into Drakengard or Drakengard, whatever the fuck, go into that knowing it's not going to be a happy ending. That's what, if you go into those games knowing that is what's going to happen, you'll be fine. 
with these games, it's a little bit different. While there is a lot of, you know, death and despair and sadness, there is glimmers of hope in this. So if you're kind of like an optimistic person, you might actually like Nier. Because Nier has somewhat optimism in it. Somewhat optimism is it in it. And it really just... I don't know, the writers really did a great job with these characters. The voice actors did a great job with... Like, everyone did a great job with making this game fun and engaging and also emotional. So if you're looking for games like that, you've come to the right place when it comes to Darkengard or uh, with Nier. So that's just... And you don't have to play um, the other game series that I mentioned. I hate saying it now because, like, I keep messing up the name. You don't have to play that game series to play Nier. You don't. Um, you can, but you don't have to. So don't think that, oh, I have to play this game series, like these three games to play this one. No, you don't. You really don't have to play them. Um, it's a choice that you can make, but it's also a choice that you don't have to. So that's what's also great about that. Um, it's kind of like Final Fantasy, how you don't have to play every Final Fantasy game to understand the story of what's going on in one singular game. So you have the ability to kind of skip those games and just go straight to Nier if you want to. And I would do that because I started with Nier Automata and it's incredible anyway that's the end of this one guys i will see you guys later make sure to check out those games i'll repeat some of them again that is kingdom hearts 3 particularly remind if you can um uh mortal kombat 11 i would say aftermath if you can um i would definitely check out final fantasy remake final fantasy 7 remake final fantasy crisis core i uh, give that a chance to devil may cry 5 absolutely um the world ends with neo the world ends with you great game um i would also recommend playing Disney's Dreamlight Valley. I uh, recommend Animal Crossing for sure. Um, and then, I, oh, New Horizons, by the way, Animal Crossing is New Horizons. Um, I would also recommend uh, the game Valkyrie. It's a really fun game. Um, I, I, I'm going to stop there. Oh, I would also recommend Kingdom Hearts um, Melody of Memory if you like Kingdom Hearts. I think you would probably like that game as well. Um, Immortals, uh, Phoenix Rising, I also recommend that one. Really fun game. And um, I'm going to end with Near Automata and Near Replicant. Those are really great games as well. So those are the games that I recommend. They were really fun to play during COVID. I appreciate all those developers because they really made great games for me to just kind of sink my teeth into. I am also currently playing for my PS5, specifically just for the PS5, the new Gotham Knights. Um, really like that game as well. I'm a huge Jason Todd fan and Barbara Gordon fan, and they have a lot of like connections in that game. So I might even talk about that later in another podcast episode. Um, also, you can now pre-order the Teen Titans from um, McFarland. Um, those figures are going to be Donna of Troy. They're going to be Raven. Uh, it's the first time ever them making a Raven. I think Donna's been made too. Donna's been made before, but as Superwoman. So this is the first Donna of Troy in her like Wonder Girl outfit. So very cool. Raven is also a first timer. Very awesome. Um, another one that is a first timer is, um, crap. I forgot his name. Is it Speed? I think it's Speed. Um, um, Green Arrows sidekick. I think his name is Speed. Him. Um, and then also, um, uh, Dick Grayson, Nightwing, he's obviously not, um, he's been done before, so very cool, but they're all part of a Build-A-Figure wave that if you buy all four figures, you can build Beast Boy, who looks amazing as well. He is big, bulky Beast Boy, so don't go and think he's gonna be tiny, scrawny Beast Boy, he's not, he's big, bulky. Where our Star-Lord and Cyborg, or Starfire and Cyborg, uh, Cyborg, don't know, I do have a few Cyborg figures, so I'm not upset about that, but yeah, we do need a Starfire very quick. McFarland, please make more female characters. I appreciate you making two female characters in this wave because that doesn't really happen normally. So 
thank you for that. And also, thank you for having, like, three different Batgirl variants. I think she needs more, but at least she has three so far. That's, honestly, Batgirl always gets the shitty end of the stick. And while I'm not a big fan of the McFarlane Batgirls yet, they're, they're cool. I have all three of them. I would like to have more variety of her. She's my favorite. I love her. And Supergirl, too. Supergirl needs more. I only have... There's only one so far, and she's not the greatest looking. So I feel like they could make other ones of her. But I think she's from Injustice, too. So there's that. Anyway... That's the end of this. You can pre-order those figures at Target, GameStop, Walmart, Amazon.com, or just the McFarlane website where you can get all of them together instead of having to buy them as separate pieces. So there's that. I'll see you guys later. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon. Peace.